Up next, another episode of 30 Wise with Taylor, Derek, and Kurt. We are glad you are listening. Find us on Facebook at 30 Wise Podcast or send an email to 30wisepodcast at gmail.com. And now, what you all came to listen for, 30 Wise. Enjoy! Welcome into episode number three of 30 Wise. This is Kurt Orchard. I'm here with Taylor. Hi. And Derek. Hello, America. And we have some fun topics to talk to you about tonight. <laughs> I will let you know this first one I wasn't super excited about when Derek and Taylor walked down into my basement and they we said, were excited. Kurt, we have a great idea. And I was like, all right, lay it on me, <laughs> well, guys. This is, this is mainstream. And they said, media. we want to talk about the Kardashians. <laughs> I about threw him out of my house. You didn't even know what the topic I was. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kardashians. What do you need to know? Yeah. I, all I know is that I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going to make you care because this is an important subject. This is right up there you, with math. This is going to make you either feel really good about yourself or make you feel really bad about yourself. <laughs> and the success you've had in your short 30-some years. I think I will feel fine. <laughs> but okay, let's get at it. Uh, so I think you guys wanted to talk about it because uh, Forbes recently did an article about yep. Kylie Jenner. They, I don't recognize their name, so you'll have to forgive <laughs> me if I if I misspeak. But um, claiming that she is the first self-made female billionaire. Billions. With a B. Like That's a lot of money. McScrooge swimming around <laughs> no, in a no. pool of money. <laughs> I think rich. I correct you for a second. So the first self-made billionaire, she is the youngest. Youngest. Oh, on yeah. record, self-made billionaire. Female. Female. Right. So, well, just okay. in general. I think it is just in general. Yeah. I don't think it's a male-female thing. Oh, yeah. okay. I think gotcha. she's the youngest self-made billionaire. 21 ever. years old. 21 years old. But I don't buy it. I don't buy it, and here's why. First you don't buy is, what? I don't buy that she's actually a billionaire. Okay. <laughs> I don't buy that she's self-made. <laughs> For one, I think... I think 90% of her net worth is based off of the value of her company. Correct. And her company is not publicly traded. Okay. So Forbes is notoriously known for inflating the wealth of celebrities mm. for their published articles. And I think she's another one that they're doing it for because that billion dollar mark seems really, really convenient. Well, so it sells issues though, Derek. But we're not here to talk about Forbes and whether or not their article <laughs> was journalistically pure. What we're, what we're here to talk about is whether or not... She's actually self-made, or if she just rode the coat heels, coattails, coattails, coat heels. You know, it's a thing. I think. Okay, well, let's check look it out. This way. Look let's into it. it. It's like the Bemidji <laughs> toboggan. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> fact check it later. <laughs> True. Look it up. Hold me to it. We can take a field trip if you need to. In my, in my coattail company. Uh, so the first thing we got to first thing we have to decide is, or I guess discuss, is the title self-made. Self-made means. Unaided success, right? Okay. Really? Is yeah, I would agree with true you. True definition sure. of self-made, unaided yeah. success. Can you really say that Kylie Jenner, on her own merits, created a company, marketed the company, and turned it into a billion-dollar company by the time she turned 21? I'd say no, but I think she deserves more success. Now her, more, I, what? Her company is a makeup company, yeah, right? Is the one that we're company. talking is a billion-dollar company? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. So, Kylie, I'm sorry, I have not followed you or your family. For a reason, because I have better things to do, lots better things. Um, but um, has she gone to cosmetic school? Is she? A, does she have a chemistry degree? Almost, almost has she designed and made her own makeup? Does she even know how? Or yeah. did she just slap her name on a bunch of product that somebody else wanted to move? Whoa, 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 that's totally unfair. Most people who start a business, that business evolves into something bigger outside of their expertise. Mm-hmm. 
but they still own it and they still run it and they still manage the majority of the operation. Just because you don't know every little thing about your business because it's grown to be almost a billion dollars, you can't throw shade at her for that. Yeah, I can and right? will. <laughs> I think the reason people are throwing shade at her is because they believe that her last name or the Keeping Up With The Kardashian Show has aided the success of her business more than the actual um, work she's put into the company. Well, there, you're, you're, you're hitting on two topics. The first one is the self-made part. The second one is whether or not her name has given her that that credential and has given her that push. Because when you first started talking about it, you, you hit on, did she start it herself? Yes. Did she market it herself? Yes. Now, where did all of that marketing and where did all that social media following and where did all of that stuff come from? Because she's the only one that's doing anything with this company as far as marketing. She's okay. going on and she's posting uh, a social media post and it's hitting Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and it's going out to 100 million people. So answer your question, where is it coming from? Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. She's doing it all herself when it comes to that. But, but the only reason she has 100 million followers correct. is because she's a Kardashian. Correct. And that's... Jenner. Oh, sorry, Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the piece that I think that there's a confusion about. Because is she doing it all on her own? I would say, for the most part, yes. But where did it come from? Did she have those connections? Did she already... You know, she already had a following of 100 million people. It's not like she created 100 million people from this cosmetic company. You got to remember, though, her family members, some of her family members, like her uh, set brother Rob, he tried to start his own sock company. He was part of the Kardashians. He had the last name. He had every opportunity to make his sock company as big as Kylie's cosmetic company, <laughs> and he completely burned out. He probably so what's didn't. What's the difference between him and Kylie Jenner? I know. He didn't pose in enough swimsuits on Instagram. Now you're getting to my point, because I agree with you. I think the biggest reason Looks. why she's successful is because in America, sex still sells, yeah, yeah. and she is a good-looking female. And here's the, other, here's the other part of it. She already had that established following. It's not like she was starting fresh, and that, that's what my part is. Rob, you can't... If, if you didn't watch the Keeping Up with Kardashians, you'd never know that Rob Which was I didn't. a player. And I didn't either. But you, you'd never know that Rob was a player. Well, how do you guys not like keeping up with Kardashians? All I know is that... your wife or in passing <laughs> Never. All I know is that I did see clips from the show. And the true hero of that show was the one married to the other sister. The, what, what's the her party name? boy? Courtney. Courtney's Scott husband. Yeah, Scott. Yes. <laughs> that guy was the hero. Yes. The show went downhill when he got booted. Or when right. Got I mean, that's what I would do if I were married to so, her. I would just sit there... Let me crack a few beers and crack some wisecracks at yes. how <laughs> obnoxious me, they are. Let me propose a question to you guys. If Kylie Jenner was butt ugly, and I'm saying from the hills of Kentucky. It's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> Whoa. <with>. Now we're... <laughs> Ladies speech. and gentlemen, we, okay. love, we love Kentucky. God bless you, Kentucky. Um, John Calipari, the highest rated or highest paid basketball coach in But if she was... Kentucky whiskey. Bourbon. Yeah, whiskey. Yeah, yeah. If she was butt ugly... Would she have the same success now as she currently has? No. Okay. But that's if she but, was, if she had the entrepreneurial spirit of um, the guy who runs Virgin, um, Richard Branson. Yeah. And she was butt ugly. Could she um, create a billion dollar cosmetics company? Yes. I don't think so. Here's why. Because you hire the person that's going to look like Kylie in order to be the face of the company. To market it. Yeah. It's her social media. It's her following that exactly. has made it. So as then, big as it is. 
you're the person who has this cosmetics company, and then you hire Kylie, <laughs> which may have been what happened. So it's not... Actually, that's a good point. Somebody may have already started this company, and she just came in and bought it and put her face <laughs> on it, and away you go. Well, it could be. Checkmate. <laughs> that's a good point. All right, so my opinion is, my stance is, I think the three biggest reasons why she is as successful as she is at her age is one, looks, two, her family name, and three... I don't care what people say. You don't get that big, that fast, and that successful unless you have some entrepreneurial skill to go along with it. So I think she deserves some credit from that standpoint. I, just, I think she deserves a lot of credit as well. It's just, again, I'm, I'm not soft-selling anything about the self-made part because, it, because she is the one that's taken it and now got it to where it's going. Regardless of where those connections came from, regardless of where it happened, if you've got all the connections in the world, going back to the Rob part... If you got all the connections in the world and you don't take advantage of them, that's your own fault. She's taking advantage of them. She's in an she's in an industry that looks are a primary factor in how you are going to make money. If you don't look good, you're not going to be that model on TV showing how sexy your eyes are or how great this makeup looks on you. So I think I think there's credit. I still can't believe you don't watch the show. Or what do you ever mean? Seen it? Not I'm not watch, watch the, the show. show. I'm not going to watch this show. Is it even still on? Like That is American pop culture luring. You guys don't watch it? <laughs> I'm sorry, but when MTV and E! started putting on shows like that and took off the music videos, that's when I stopped watching. Bring me back my music videos and my Beavis and Butthead. I'm sorry. That's God, what I'm going to watch. Old school. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So speaking of Kylie Jenner being a billionaire. Right. Not too long ago, I think By the way, Kylie, I just, I just want to say... Please, 30 Wise's very new Don't Kill Us Like You Killed Snapchat. Um, clearly, at least two-thirds of us love you. I'm on the fence. I Just please don't kill us. And I watch your show, so... Yeah. Shout out on social media. Hey, I follow her on social media. All right, so she's Hit a billionaire. Hit her up with an at 30 Wise. Yeah. She, Kylie Jenner's a billionaire. Yeah. Not too long ago, there was another billionaire created in America through the Powerball. Self-made. Self-made. That's, that guy's self-made. There you go. Actually, yeah. That was so much self-made, right? Yep. He earned his money. He bought a ticket. So all of a sudden, you buy that ticket. You become a billionaire. What do you do? All right. So hang with me here because it, it might take a while for this theory to, to, to build. But first, <laughs> first, I'm going to pay off all my debt. And you know why? Because that's one less thing I have to worry about when I'm drunk on an island in the Caribbean. Getting solvent. <laughs> solvent first. Partying with the rest of the family and all my friends that I'm going to take with me. Because you've got a billion dollars with a B. You could throw one hell of a party. So, first, pay off the debt. Second, take a trip and get crazy wild. So... I'll leave that with you guys. I think you're missing the most important first step. Okay. That is when you figure out you have won the Powerball and you had that ticket in your hand, you got to sign that sucker. <laughs> okay, come on. Lottery tickets are a bare instrument. If you don't sign it, you lose it. Somebody picks it up off the street and signs their name. It yeah. is legally their property. They are the winner. Okay. Which I got a question for you. If all of a sudden you knew, okay, say you have a neighbor that you're kind of close with who, who buys a Powerball ticket. And you see him drop in his driveway as he's walking in. And all of a sudden they do the numbers. You go, I'm going to go check that ticket because I see him out there laying in the road. And you grab him. It's the winner. Do you bring it to your neighbors? Or do you pocket that sucker, run home and sign it and change your life forever? Where does your moral compass stand? I would personally take it to him. Oh, and, and, no, you know what? No, no, no. And I guess I would. Because, no, because I would, <laughs> say, I would say, you know what? I bet you there but is you a, a decent part home. of his heart will maybe. Share it with you? Throw me a 
a cool mill, whatever. <laughs> to that, it's like this is like chump change to him. But you know what? Whatever. You know, I'm the one who has to sleep at night. If you're gonna do that, you've already got a lifetime mortal enemy. Well, how much money would you have to give to St. Jude's in order to make yourself feel better <laughs> for taking a ticket that your neighbor lost anyway? If I'm having to spend the rest of my life trying not to get stabbed or shot by that neighbor, yeah. I'd rather just give him the ticket. Do you think that's what you'd be thinking about when you're in your private jet ski, <laughs> driving around the Bahamas with your family and your friends? Okay. Is that what's going to be in the front of your mind? All right, all right, all right. All right. Back to what you okay. would do. Okay. All right, what I would do is first I'd sign oh, the sign ticket. ticket. The second thing I'd do is I'd stash it. And I wouldn't tell anybody except my wife until you get all your affairs in order, yada, yada, yada. But once that money hits my account, I would buy a sick house. Okay. And now I thought about a little Only bit. one. I'd buy a couple, but there'd be one sweet house that I'd live in all the time. Mm-hmm. And in that house, I'd have some things that are a must. That'd be part of that house. Where's but the house? Happy summer warm. Like California, Southern California, maybe in LeBron James' neighborhood. Maybe the Kardashian neighborhood. <laughs> maybe I could get you on the show. You go visit? Yeah. Maybe I could find Scott Disick. We could hang out and party hop a little bit. How sick would that be? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't anyway, know if you could so, so your house, what are these must-haves you have to have? You need a outdoor gym with like okay. a boxing ring. How cool would that be? Okay. A boxing ring? Yeah. Boxing yeah, is part so of the you, gym. Once you have your tiger, then you can have Tyson over and you guys can <laughs> Exactly. Get, it makes for sweet pictures. Lessons. Two, you got to have a walk-in beer cave. You all these rich people on Cribs and stuff, they have their wine cellars. you got to have your own cool walk-in beer cave. Well, to each their own. Yeah, but you got to have a walk-in beer cave. The third thing is you got to have a really, really fun pool. Because you got to have something the family can enjoy, especially the kids, right? You can't be greedy. You can't be all for you. Yeah, because you're having the family over at the yep, pool all the time. Exactly. The next thing, the next thing is you need water some slides sort of, or no water slides. A bunch of water slides. Are we going like blank check style, like water, <laughs> yes. water slide yes. out of the mansion? That's exactly right. The, the, the next thing would dating be, myself. The next thing would be some sort of like man shed, like a like a barn looking thing in your backyard yeah. that your friends can go into, and you just have. A good time, a bunch of TVs, pool table, couches. You can get loud as late as you want. So you've got the family house and then your place. Yes. So the question question is now, hold on. So you have all of this. Are you going to have the toys that go along with it? So then then you have to think about location so you can easily get access and have fun with those toys. Because I'm not going to have a a doom buggy and not be able to drive it in the middle of town and have to haul it somewhere to drive it. When you have a billion dollars, you can drive your dune buggy wherever. (laughs) Because at that point, I'm sorry, you have FU money. You park where it says no parking. You're like, I'll pay the fine. (laughs) You drive your dune buggy right past the cops with a beer in hand and be like, here you go. Here's some money. See you later. The real American dream is not earning a living and being successful. It's obtaining FU money. <laughs> that is the new American dream. I love it. Okay, but the, the one thing I would need more than all of that, more than your toys, more than a great location, is a sick smoking lounge. Because nothing <laughs> proves you are a rich SOB with FU money than having a big room in your house. They have put a like a thirteen hundred dollar robot just to walk into to smoke these fat cigars that you don't inhale all the way to begin with, just to show the world and everybody that comes over that you are absolutely loaded. That's what I would be ready. You're the most interesting man in the world. So you yes. want to? So as soon as you become a billionaire, you want to throw it out there. You yes. Wouldn't, you wouldn't try to keep it a secret no, at all. Life's too short. See, that's where I come in. I would I rather. Would hate it I would try to be a. Private million billionaire. There's no way to be a private billionaire. Why not? No the one law has any allow. idea. The law it, depending allow. on what state you live in, right? Okay. So, so fine. Assuming so, that we're so assuming, assuming that everyone knows, then then yeah. I would have 
I would get a couple houses. As soon as you bought a huge house, yeah. that is public information. Sure, right. Unless you put it under some sort of trust name. But, again, there's no way you could keep a billion dollars private for that long. And I think people would be more upset and more jealous if you didn't create the lifestyle that they believe a billionaire lottery winner Well, a lottery create. winner, yeah, exactly. Because they kind of want to live that lifestyle right. through your eyes and through your So pictures. that you can get on MTV Cribs and then yes. they can live... Vicariously. Vicariously through you, because that's exactly. what America is now. It's just the fun, the, the, the best part about it. Hence why we love long, the Kardashians. Exactly. <laughs> the best part of me is how long can you make it last? <laughs> can you flame out and blow it all in five years? I think I'm getting There's this. no. I am no getting us tee times at every single PGA Tour Championship golf course that we can get into. Yep. I'll probably even see if we can play Augusta. And I don't care. We're going to play, kind of money we're gonna play, play horribly, but we're going to do it. You know what? But because you're a really conservative, low-key billionaire, you probably walk out there with your $200 bag of clubs you bought at Shields. I don't even think <laughs> my clubs are worth that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I, well, going back to the golf course thing, I would probably buy a golf course. Because dream job, no offense to my current employer, but I would quit. And then I would totally love to just own... And work at a golf a golf club because again, that's my passion. I love to golf. What would be better than just being able to roll out, go golf, shoot the shit with people as they come in? Because you know, either the people are serious about golf and you like to talk with them about that, or they're going to be hammer drunk coming off the course because you've served beer and it's just a great time and you're having a great time at your golf course because. I see it as like the Billy Madisons of golf course, where it's not just that heighty tighty heaven, you know, really serious about golf, but it's still like the best golf course, and you're just having making it a party. So the big question is, what would you call it? Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. It's a great scheme. You have no idea what you. I have no idea what I call. Taylor just no. got really excited about that question. I know. Um, Kurt, I don't know. Well, Kurt, I mean, let's, let's, let's just get do. let's get more more realistic about it. I mean, <laughs> The, the, things you know, the things you guys are describing are, are great, but you know, at the same time, we're we're talking here. We're we're dads in our thirties, right? So, what are we going to do with our families, guys? What are we going to do? Gonna Taylor's just going to hang out at the golf club all day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about your wife and kid? <laughs> we could hire people to fill in. So most billionaires do, right? Fair enough. I'm going on a trip around the world, a couple yeah. times probably. You know, bring your kids. Yeah. How are you going to educate them? Nanny. Myself. Or I'll, yeah, let's get a really highly rated tutor. And you think that will help with their development socially as they grow? No. Traveling around the world, looking at I didn't the say constantly. Like, we'll, we'll kind of tutor by their side. Well, and then you're going <laughs> to meet the, you're gonna, you're gonna meet the, <laughs> the local peoples. The local and, peoples. And learn so much about culture. <laughs> I can tell you that? one you thing I'm it? not going to buy if I'm a billionaire. My kid's way into college. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, actually, seriously. Actually, if you're a billionaire, you probably could. Because you, you probably have college. enough money. Yeah, buy the college. But you have enough money to cover it up. <laughs> well, right. The because then, then you're taking... Are you're just rich, but they're not mega rich. You're taking yeah. the, the back door instead of the side door, as they call it. Because I, I believe Lori Laughlin and her uh, you know, group are taking the side door in. Which is way more expensive than the back door because the back door you just buy the new um, fitness center and have it named after yourself. 
So you're making a charitable donation to the school. They're just straight up paying. And, so how is that uh, the side door? Oh, they're just all oh, you're saying. Yeah, you're there's there's three doors yeah. to get into college. The front door through hard work, application, <laughs> ACT scores. That's um, boring. And then there's the back door where you just donate a bunch of your personal wealth. And then there's the side door where you pretend that you're a recruiter and pay so, them pay them hush money. In your opinion, what is worse? Yeah, the parents actually. Paying that and getting them into school illegally, taking a spot away from a more deserving student, because let's face it, um, enrollment in universities is a zero-sum game. They have so many spots, and then they're offered, they're done, right? What is worse, a parent doing that and taking away an opportunity like that from another student, or you go back 15, 20 years and realize that the parent did nothing for their kids, and now all of a sudden they're 18 years old and they have to go to college and they absolutely have no skill to be able to get in. Is it worse raising your kids so poorly or doing that at the end to get them into school? Isn't that a coincidence of, or like a correlation that you did such a horrible job that now you have to pay for them to get into school? No, because let's, yeah. let's, let's look at the other way. Let's say that all of a sudden you 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 did the best you could do to, to raise your kid and provide that type of education. Mm-hmm. I mean, you bought them private tutors. You pushed to study. You pushed them to school. You did everything right. And they get to the doorstep and they can't get in. Life is tough. Did you give them a little more sympathy for paying their way in? No. Life is tough. My wife has already told me I can't tell my three-year-old that. But like, that life you, is tough? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Life's <laughs> going to be a lot tougher than, oh, you dropped your your sucker on the floor. Oh, <laughs> I get it. That's emotionally devastating to you right now. But life's going to throw a lot more at you, kids. So get used to it. And what what are you teaching them then? Don't worry about it. Mom and dad's money will take care of whatever you yeah, do. Yeah, that's a great so point. So now... Why even go to college? Why not just go party all the time in your twenties? Then why even go to college? Isn't that what they wanted? Isn't that what one of the kids even said they were going to do? They were going to go to USC just to party. She didn't want an education. She just wanted the lifestyle, which her parents' money could have provided anyway. They want to become social media brands, right? A la Kylie Jenner. Yeah, perfect. So what's wrong with that entrepreneurial spirit right there? So they didn't buy their way to college. No, <laughs> college help promote their brand because they technically could go to. They want a the game Van Wilder experience. Exactly. Who doesn't want the Van Wilder well, experience? I get that. Yeah. All right, let's back it up. So, all you're a billionaire. Mm-hmm. What do you do to raise your kids to make sure that they don't end up like that, where they're 18 years old, they have no personal skills to be able to get them into a college if that's what they want to do at that point? God, I don't know. That's going to be a hard one because literally, if you're a billionaire, everyone's going to be looking at you all the time. So you're. Security detail, like you can't even get your kid a paper route to teach him how to teach him responsibility or to walk the neighbors. I mean, he could walk the neighbors' dogs because you know, or tigers if you live next to Tyson. Security can back up at the. You can clean Kylie Jenner's pool if you're moving where you're moving. (laughs) That's your point. Here, here's the number one thing that I can see. If you're if you're a billionaire person. You have to get them out socially. You can't just keep them up. It goes back to what you said. Having socially awkward kids is like the thing that I fear the most. <laughs> because how are they going to react and how are they going to be able to fend for themselves if they have no idea how to, to socialize? If they were socially and, awkward, would you let them into your golf course? Ooh. Or they just kill the buzz? Not necessarily. The mellow. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Kicking your own kid I off think, the golf I think one of the things you have to do if you're a billionaire or you're just rich in general and you're raising a family is you have to make them understand that there are consequences for their actions. I mean, your life is a, is a culmination of the decisions you make. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that if they make poor decisions, even in a young age, money's not there to bail them out. 
They do something stupid and uh, they they have to go to juvie. It's going to break your heart, but you can't spend all your, your hard-earned lottery money to bail them out and never learn a lesson. You have other things. There you go. How do you right? instill hard work when your billions were made from pure but, chance? But but again, depends, okay. Teach so it, it, it depends also on First the way you've been raised and, <laughs> and what you did. I mean, those values aren't just going to go completely out the window. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like you just all of a sudden hit the lottery as a one-year-old and you've never known the value of hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, that's not what some people have done. I mean, you look at these people, these kids that are being having their way bought into college and that's all they've known is money. So, you know, it, it's hard to say what it would be like until you actually are pressing that situation and you're trying to say, all right, how do I teach them how to work? How do I teach them morality? How do I teach them, you know, whatever it is? I mean, it, it, it goes back to your roots. You have yeah. to be and able I to think, go back to your roots. I think that's a challenge that any parent has, regardless of how much money you have. Because sure. the goal in life, at least that I've seen, is it's your parents set you up to be in a better spot when you were first starting out than when they were first starting out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And likewise, I'm going to try and help my sons to be in a better spot than when I was first starting out. Mm-hmm. That, in my mind, is the goal of being a parent, is to give them the best advantage you can. However, that does come from, like we said, teaching them the values and the morals that your parents set on you to put you in the spot that you were in. That makes sense. But it goes back It goes back to what Kurt said, too. If you're that quiet billionaire and you're off in the hills of Minnesota... Somewhere that you're not going to get that attention. Not Kentucky? No, not Kentucky. (laughs) But you're not going to get that attention. You could send your kid to a normal, quote-unquote, normal school that you're not going to get the attention like you are out in Hollywood. Yeah. So, you know, that point of it comes to how you're raising your family. I mean, there is that way of life out in, you know, the West Coast, and there's that way of life here in Minnesota. All right. I, I agree with you. That makes a lot of sense. I will end it on this. If one of us needs to fall on our sword and win that lottery to see how it all plays out with our kids, I'll take one for the oh, team. Sure, oh. sure you will. We share right. it. Thank you, Derek. We appreciate that. 30, 30, 30. We'll have to give some to my neighbor because I'll probably pick it up off his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Um, before we run out of time, the one thing I want to touch on is, um, again, we're at Orchard's Bar down in his basement. What a beautiful bar it is. Thank you for Thank hosting you. again. Thank you. Always. On our way into your house, we saw something pretty cool set up in your front yard. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, uh... It is uh, April 13th, or sorry, March 13th. <laughs> it's we been edit a long that? winter. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's been a long winter, and uh, there's still considerable amount of snow. Um, we'll throw a picture up on the Facebook website, check it out. But what I did is I basically just took the snowblower, cut a path, and then, uh, and then dug a giant hole. And we had a bonfire, uh, my son and I. It was awesome. Middle of the day. Because at this point, I'm just embracing the winter for what it is. Just living the dream. Yeah. Talk right. about sweet pictures you're going to have when your kids grow up. Right. <laughs> Look what dad does when he's bored with the snowblower in the front yard. Just trying to create memories, you know? Big baller. <laughs> or he's going to be looking back and go, God, dad was an idiot. Why did he bring me out here in the snow? I'm going to tell a bunch of bad dad jokes his entire <laughs> life, too, and try and embarrass him as much as possible. It's That's what you're there for. But you got to remember That's the little stories, for. too, the little things that your kids say that make you laugh along the way. Oh, yeah. I had one of those today on our uh, way home. Uh, Lori and Henry and Jonathan picked me up, and they were driving me home. And 
and we were talking about how much we love living. We, how much we love living here. Living. Living here. <laughs> Sorry, I covered my mouth, so I was worried that it wasn't going to pick up. Edit, edit. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so we're driving home, and we were talking about how we never wanted to move from here if we didn't have to. And I told Lori, I said, well, you realize then we're going to have to get some funeral plots at some point. And she just looked at me like, what? Why did you just say that? And I said, well, yeah, you're right. By the time we die, we'll probably be able to pay SpaceX like $30 to launch us into space. Like even when I have like and just six months to live, I'll be like, just shoot me off and I'll just die. You're just going to revolve. At the co- and like looking at the cosmos. And so I turned to Henry and I said, Henry, oh, when I, give you a salute. I said, Henry, when I get old, will you, uh, will you, will you put me in a rocket and send me off into space? And he said, no, dad, when you're old and wrinkly, I will put you in the wash. <laughs> Seriously? Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. You are teaching it, your kid how to do laundry at three uh, years old. I don't Come think on. you're going to have any problem raising your kid if you win a billion dollars. He's yeah. learning the uh, right things. No joke. Right? He's well on his way. Here, All right. Here's what my kid does. She, she farts off in the corner, and then I say, Addie, well, who is that? And she goes, Mama. Nice. That's the way my kid's being raised right now. So. I'm glad Henry's got some sort of intellectual to grow up with in the community. <laughs> All right. We're running up on time. Um Kurt, I'd like to thank you again for allowing us to record the podcast in your place tonight. Thank you to the wives for letting us have this time together. Exactly. On behalf of Taylor Herman, Kurt Orchard, I am Derek Delaney. You are listening to 30 Wise. Thanks for joining us tonight. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. We're also on Spotify and Google Play. Find us and like us on Facebook at 30 Wise. Until next time, America, get rich or die trying.